Hey guys, welcome to the Shark Dropper Podcast. My name's Kyle. I'm Robert. I'm John. And joining us today from, well, if you guys, if you've listened to our podcast, then you know that the the three of us are residents of St. Petersburg, Florida. I mean, we talk about it all the time. We talk Do about we? like, yeah, we Do talk we? about like the pier. I don't think, I don't think I've ever mentioned it. Yeah. You don't think so? No. No. Never, never in the history actually, of Actually, I've actually been making a lot of references to just Austin to try to fool people into thinking oh. we're from Austin. <laughs> so I don't know what you guys Austin, Texas. About. Austin, the pier, the Austin pier. Oh, how yeah. could I forget? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The long discussion we had on the Austin pier. What a, what a, Austin. Yeah. Not known for its, uh, for Piers. its, uh, sea. Yeah. Seaport. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a not, local secret. Yeah, well, a lot of people don't know it's right on the Gulf Coast. Right on the uh, right there on the <laughs> right, right the Austin, the beautiful Austin coast. I love it. I didn't know it was near the uh, coast. Well, oh, I'm it's not right on the coast. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, of Tampa okay. Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so you're full of shit. Sure, you're, whatever. Yeah, okay, uh, but you know we're from St. Pete, so this is a guy who I've seen uh, everywhere around St. Pete, or at least I've seen the logo for a show. Uh, and I saw it a, f- a while ago. I'm like, what the fuck? Is- what is this? Like, like, I'm a major podcast. Oh, yeah. My podcast <laughs> has a-, a hundred downloads, guys. <laughs> I'm a fucking player We're in this big. game. We're big. <laughs> how do I, how, do- how does this escape me and got under my nose? But no, ser- I'm seriously. Uh, uh, he-, uh, he does a podcast called the HMB Podcast. Will Coons, Sarah, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, yeah, you're everywhere. I am everywhere. I'm a man about town. I do a lot of things. It's it's actually HMB Radio is the network. My oh, podcast is called the Homemade Broadcast. Homemade Broadcast. What does HMB stand for? Is homemade it Homemade Broadcast? broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you say, like, like, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, it could be that, enough. too, I guess. Sure. Is it one of those? It could be anything. Yeah, whatever, whatever people want it to be. But my meaning is Homemade Broadcast Radio. Yeah. Homemade so it kind of became beer. a network. It started out with just... Being my own show, and then I do a lot of things in the area. I've met a lot of people, and then people have come to me saying, I'd love to do a podcast. Now, 80% of those, that's all, that's all it is, is just talk. But yeah. then there's a few that actually proceeded with it, so I've helped some people out record their shows, and it's kind of turned into a little network now. We have three, and we're working on two more, so we Sweet. should have two more coming. You nice. do it the smart way. You add people, then shows. We just like fuck it, shows. We just did <laughs> yeah. shows, and then we like panicked when we couldn't do them yeah. all. Oh, <laughs> oh, Who's editing this one? I don't know. <laughs> Man, you guys edit too. Jesus, oh, brother, yeah. that's a lot of work. Talk to talk to John. Uh, we I don't I, I edit a little bit. Jonathan's the guy that edits like our mm-hmm. big. We have big fictional podcasts, which are like radio theater. Mm-hmm. That's Jonathan all the all the way, and he yeah. this guy writes it. Robert, yeah. I'm so technologically illiterate that. I just record, and whatever I get is what it's like a pure radio format. <laughs> and then I talked to uh, my friend's uncle, is the head of content at Blog Talk Radio, and he's right. like, "Why don't you edit?" I'm like, "Cause I don't know what I'm doing, and I'm really lazy." He's like, "Oh, okay. Your I've never local? seen anybody." Yeah, Jay Pod Soderberg. Vader? Yeah, Podvader. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. we're on, you know we're on Blog Talk, right? Yeah. Well, you told me that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Said, yeah. yeah the network. Yeah. yeah. When I saw you're on Blog, I was like, "Oh god, this is match made in heaven." We all yeah. gotta get it down. Yeah, because awesome. I was with uh, Audio Boom, and then he came down for my friend's wedding, and he was like, "Just come over to Blog Talk. I'll just give you everything you need for free." Yeah. I'm like, oh, pff, terrific. I'm in. So we saw that. Uh, so like, they, what is like? What's what is this? Like Blog Talk Radio? Like, is it what's gonna? Well, happen? they yeah, because they messaged us, and like we ended up getting in touch with them, and like yeah, that's why we started going under there. Blog Talk because they were hosting all of our different podcasts. They've been fabulous so far. They have yeah. been great. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about them is they don't have an app. 
for your phone. That's and true. I record off my phone. It would be easier if I could just do it there and then just that would be upload cool. it. Plus, their mobile I site. I thought you go like some big rant about Blog Talk. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> put us trash in Blog Talk. <laughs> no, the, uh, uh, also, like, because their uh, mobile site isn't easily, like, accessible either. Like, some of the, I noticed, like, when you go on it, like, it's. Like when you click on like different podcasts, it kind of zooms through real fast. Yeah. It's hard to click on certain ones. Yeah. That's why it'd be cool if they had an app that would just yeah. be a lot easier. I bet you we should do. We should just make our own app, the Shark Dropper app. Yeah. Just uh, we'll, okay. Uh, we'll you get right on that. You get right on that, John. I'll get the developers right on the now. phone yeah. and uh, put see. that in your notes, and we'll get. <laughs> no, we'll I'm get gonna to code it. it right now. Expect exactly. it by next week, John. Actually, so, I, don't, yeah. I don't have a notes app. We're gonna have to make that app first. Yeah, make a notes app. Make a John a Shark Dropper notes app to make the Shark Dropper app. Okay. So I was, um, this was maybe like six months ago, and I was down, I, I was at, uh, oh, what's the, what's the festival called? Don't Stop St. Pete. Yep. I was at Don't Stop St. Pete, and I see this, this, uh, it's right there, I was on Central Avenue, right by uh, Tropical, right next to Sly Bar, and for those that aren't in St. Pete, you have no fucking idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> nope. but think of, think bars, think of bar, and I see like a little, like a little stand-up table, and I see like all that equipment, I'm like, hey, I know that equipment, that's, uh. It's podcasting equipment. And then I see the little card. I'm like, shit, man. Like, this is like the time. Cause like, I was like, okay, whose is this? And this is the time. Cause we have little cards. I was like, I wish I had the card to put it down. Cause I was like, man, I need to get in touch with these guys. And then I like everywhere else. I see you do, you do like a lot of comedy nights or, um, open mic nights, right? Yeah. I kind of started that in to promote the podcast. So I'm also a big fan of stand-up. I've done dabbled in stand-up. I don't think I'm particularly good at it. Mm-hmm. But I like hanging out with comics. So I started that uh, night at Sly Bar. Uh, I guess it's been about a year and a half. Going, I think it's going to be two years in August, which is unheard of as far as open mics goes. Because they're all run by comics. And comics are inherently lazy and usually start rooms so they can do time right. and don't promote it. So they're usually here and gone in two months, maybe. Hmm. Oh, wow. So I actually won the Best of the Bay from Creative Loafing nice. Um, nice. The last, for last year, September. So that was really neat. So you did it a few, you've done stand-up a few times? I have, yeah. I started when I was 18. I'm 31 now. Okay. Um, and I kind of dabbled in it. And then I went to school, uh, college, and kind of just did school. And then when I finally got out of school, I graduated in 2011, and I started college in 2003. So it took me a little bit of time to get through school. Hey, and then the once, yeah. <laughs> it took me eight years, too. I couldn't pick a, something I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, same. Well, I, I knew what I wanted to do, and I didn't need to go to college for it, which is this. Right. Um, yeah. So then once I finally figured out, like, okay, I need to... It's big boy time. I got to figure out what I'm going to do with my life now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just found this app on, my, on the App Store... To, for podcasts, and I always wanted to do radio. I was looking for radio jobs, but that's impossible now. Right. There's, can you curse on here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be sure. I, I'm pretty good. good with not cursing when there's a mic in front of my face, but in my normal conversations, I'm terrible with it. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so <laughs> I started doing the podcasting and with my roommate just for fun, just to kind of hang out, and uh, I got hooked up at Radio St. Pete. And they're an online radio station focused on, like, the Tampa Bay area. Mm. And I didn't know it at the time, but apparently they're going to be transitioning to FM at some point. Really? So I was like, whoa, this is, like, serendipitous. This is exactly how I planned it to go. Right. I didn't think this could get any better. So um, kind of just started doing that. And then I started the open mic to promote the podcast. And now that's been going on for a year and a half. And... We just got another one, actually, that's starting next week that's going to be weekly at Yard of Ale in downtown. Wow. Oh, nice. How'd you get hooked up with Radio St. Pete? I was 
looked for radio job St. Pete. And oh, yeah, Radio just... St. Pete popped up, and I was like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And then I just emailed, uh, his name's Joe, and he, we met, and he was super cool, cool. and just kind of gave me the run of, run of the roost there a little bit. Nice. So we started playing my, it started in segments, like play five minutes, and then be like, oh, you can hear it on iTunes or whatever. And then it just, he started playing the whole show, and now it plays three times a week on there. So I'm hoping that once the FM station comes up, I can Get be on that. FM radio. Yeah, right yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah. That'd be perfect. Wow, that's awesome. So you said that you you had you you dabbled in stand up a little bit before college, went to college, and then kind of fell out of it and fell into this. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm I'm funny, but I don't know if I'm really good at stand up. I've I've bombed a few times. I've done really well a few times too, mm-hmm. but I just don't have that. I want to do this again. Like as yeah. soon as I get off stage, like I'm that always like, college. oh, thank God this is over. Yeah, really? I mean, yeah. So I just don't have the the bug that you get when you do stand up but i like i mean i like the craft i think it's a great art form so well, i can tell you that you're it takes balls of steel to just go up in front of a mic like that and, and just tell jokes oh, dude oh, yeah. so you're a braver man than all of us yeah, yeah, it's really. it's really tough because it's not like music where you have a guitar in front of you that you can play or... <laughs> yeah those guys hiding behind their instruments yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah, totally. sissies if you ask me <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah it's just you and you're expected to perform and uh so it's i think it's one of the hardest art forms for yeah sure. i think so because everybody's sense of humor is different too sure so you don't always yep. know if you're going to be like their type of humor yeah which is like rough. Where I always stop short, and maybe this is like a stupid roadblock for me. Is like there's two there's two places where I stop short. It's like one, I can't, I, I will not be able to deal with a heckler. I just I would like freeze up. They would get the best of me. The whole crowd would be, and then I'm like I'm a, like I'm a, a sham. And then the second is just like other comics because I hear just other comics tear you down and like it's you know just but just not really. Fucking, well, they're it probably they're, depends. They're, they're, yeah, I mean, it, I think to be like a stand-up comic, you have to be like pretty witty too, in yeah. the sense of like, you, I mean, you have to be able to like craft like jokes and be able to perform them and everything. But you also have to be like witty enough that if there is a heckler, you can kind of handle that. Like I feel you like can't that's not that me. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's hard. I crumble. That's why. Like, oh, I, I really like like people like Jimmy Carr and stuff who like in like he encourages hecklers like <laughs> do it like I will own you and like that's what he does. Yeah, there's uh, you definitely have to be prepared for that. I don't think I've ever had that happen to me on stage but i have gotten a lot of just blank stares <laughs> yeah and that's almost even worse yeah. that's terrifying even at the open mics because I, I don't really perform but i run the show so i'll do stuff in between you know talk about a joke or do a call back on other people's jokes and the last one at sly bar was just brutal we've we had 30 signups the past two times wow and this time we had 15 and we had about 17 in the audience so there was like two people that weren't comics there and it was just fucking brutal, man. Holy shit. Do you, what were they? Five minute sets? Sorry. Yeah, five minutes. That's okay. usually what I do. I think at the one at Yard of Ale that we're starting, that's uh, with John Jacobs from Cigar City Comedy. And uh, we're kind of going to share duties with that. And I think we're going to do 10 to 15 minute sets and then do like 10 signups. So it's okay. going to be a little bit of a different form. I like mine because I want it to be there for people who have never done it before that want to try it out. You know, right. but John's like, I want comics, comics, you mm-hmm. know, there. So it's a little different, and th- that's a good setup, too. It's almost like a show, but it's not. It's still an open mic. It's like a hybrid. Guys, we can bring our improv troupe there that we're starting. Let John go up there first. Yeah, let John <laughs> see how it works out. Okay. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> first, we need a name. <clears throat> that's the name of the, the Shark Dropper troupe, right? 
No, it'll the be it'll be first. Amigos. We need a name, what? ladies and gentlemen. First, we need a name. <laughs> yeah. Hey, somebody said, give me a word. The aristocrats. <laughs> um, yeah, I like the, the the comedy scene in in our city, or at least the the Bay Area. I'm just completely oblivious to, and suddenly now I, I've you've just mentioned two that are like in very close proximity to where I live. So it's it's interesting. I never knew this was I never knew it existed. You know, it's it's blossoming yeah. the past couple of years. I take. 51% of the credit for getting the comedy scene to what it is today. Although you said you still don't really know what's going on, right. so that's kind of scary. Yeah. But <laughs> there are shows like every night down here now. You can go to an open mic or an actual comedy show. Uh, Bula Cafe does a, a great mic, and then they do like showcases too. That's up on 5th and 20th, I think. See, I didn't um, know there were so many here. I knew that like around this area there were. I, I knew even in Tampa because like Ryan, who like is a friend of ours, right. he was doing the stand up like a while back, and yeah. he would go to Tampa to like watch his shows. Like his open mic, the improv. Like yeah, I don't think it was the improv. It was a different place. There's a leg up stand up. It was, it was out a there. coconuts or not coconuts? Oh, but, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's uh, it might have even been. Uh, uh, what's the big one? Improv, not no, the improv, not the but improv. the second one, side splitters, or side splitters, so, yeah, like the one. side room at side splitters. Yeah, is what it was. Yeah. yeah, that's a good room there. Yeah, I like improv too. Yeah, the improv's improv, yeah. Yeah. but they, they never have any good comics anymore there. They haven't had one in a while. We're at I side splitters at a, no the improv. Oh, you mean like touring comics that go? Over yeah, there? we saw like Daniel Tosh there way long time ago, and oh, then wow. I've seen Jeremy Hobbs Jeremy there. Hobbs. It was good, but I saw, I saw Jim Gaffigan there. Jim Gaffigan at the Improv. Really? Yeah, oh, wow. it was awesome. We and David Telt. How long ago was that? Oh, geez, uh, ten years ago, probably. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who? Tell, too, I saw Bill Burr there. Yeah, Did you a Bill couple Burr? years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was there too. Yeah. That's my number one comedian right now. Really? He's awesome, dude. His one. What was it? The black and white stand-up that he had on, on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on yeah. Netflix. Now. Sorry, you that feel that way. That's it. Yeah. yeah, that one was really good. I listen. His podcast is like all I listen to recently. Monday morning <laughs> podcast. It takes me about a, a few days to get through it. The, the whole Monday morning podcast, and then by that time, the Thursday morning or the Thursday uh, afternoon yeah, Monday morning out. podcast is up. I'm like, fuck yeah! I'm so envious that that guy's able to do that because I have to have interviews on mine. I'm just not interesting enough. I don't think to. Do a forty-five minute show by myself. That guy talks for like an hour and a half. That's why I like Greg Proops too. Yeah, Greg Proops does. He does like his own, Like he just talks. He just talks for an hour. Sometimes now his podcasts are like two hours long. The, and I, I just I wouldn't be able to do the that. The crazy thing about Greg Proops though is he does it in front of a live audience, and it's not like he's doing material. He just gets up there and like makes people laugh and like yeah, just huge laughs from everybody. <laughs> Like, Robert and I were in his live audience uh, last year. Yeah, we went to the podcast and he did it, and we were there, and like, yeah, he was pretty good. And like, did an hour and a half, like, and he just does like he does improv stuff, but he also talks about like real we issues. Were, we were pretty close to him too. Yeah, we we're in a second row. Oh. So, what are some? Of, what are some of your like? What's your regular rotation of podcasts if you have one? I like Radio Lab. Um, yeah. I like Bill Burr's. Um, I like Tom Segura's Your Mom's House podcast. That was pretty that funny. One. You know Tom Skurr, the comedian. Is? I hear Tom Skurr yeah. all the time on Joe because Joe Rogan yeah. experience. He's uh, he's yeah. on my rotation, so I always hear like the uh, high and tight and the uh, what else? What's the other thing? Mommy, mom, je- or mom, or the jeans? Something with jeans. jeans. Yeah. yeah, they call each other jeans. Yeah, yeah, it's him and his wife that do their podcast. It's that's a pretty good one. Um, Radio Lab. I already said I've been listening to a lot of the Gavin McKenna show. He's on Anthony Cumia's network. Hmm. Uh, I actually had to subscribe to that one to get that one. Uh, so are you an O and A guy or a Howard Stern guy? <sighs> I love them both, but I think I was probably more O and A. And I didn't really get into O and A until a couple years ago. Yeah, because they always had. Yeah, uh, 
I think I was looking for like Patrice O'Neill stuff. Yeah. And then he same. was on O and A's. Yeah, he was on Opie and Anthony all the time. So then I started listening to just more stuff. And then there was like Louis C.K. Bill Burr was in there. Like all these great comics. Have so you I, heard uh, the? I'm sure you have the Independence Day with Patrice O'Neill and Jim Norton. Oh yeah. When they talk about Independence Day, fuck that's my like David. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do my. Like, some of the, that was like the funniest radio I've heard like ever. And like I, I was, I grew up with watching Stern on E. Yeah. I never, like listening yeah, to him on the radio. Too, but, like yeah, I watched Stern on E. So like that's my, that was my exposure to like big radio. I but, remember like, Stern was on in Tampa for like a year. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I wow. used to listen to him when he was on uh, Terrestrial, but. Like, right after that, he signed that huge, serious deal. So this oh, probably yeah. was 10 years ago. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know it was, like, that soon. Crazy. It might have even been longer now. Jeez, I don't know. But, yeah, I love I love Stern, too. Stern's great. But I don't I don't have Sirius. So I don't really get to listen yeah. to him. Yeah. Yeah, I saw. I used to watch money, but I haven't really. Opie and Anthony, like, just it's all on YouTube. Like, they're a lot of like a lot of their best, their greatest hits. Yeah, and I just sometimes I'll just let it play through the YouTube. You know how it brings the next one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do that. At work. Oh, it's fucking great. It's just it's some of the best radio I've heard. It's just uh, it's it's a shame that Opie and Anthony work so well together as a team. And it's totally different shows with them apart. Yeah. It's just not the same. I've tried to listen to some just. I love Jim Norton too. Yeah, but. It's just not the same without Anthony there. And then, I, listen, I've subscribed to Anthony's network for the Gavin McKenna show, and I've tried to listen to some of Anthony's show. It's just not the same. He needs Jim. Yeah. So it's kind of a bummer that uh, what happened with those guys. But do you guys know what happened? No. I, I know that, uh, yeah, I know exactly what happened. I know Anthony, was it Anthony? Yeah, Anthony, he uh, was down, down in New York taking some photos, and... Some some woman, a black woman, like said something to him, and I guess. Well, he was taking photos. This is his story. I guess you don't, but I think he has it on film too. Um, he was taking photos. It was four o'clock in the morning, and uh, this black chick didn't like the fact that he was taking photographs and uh, called him a white motherfucker, and then started yeah. like attacking him pretty much. And he had a gun on him. That's right. And I can't believe he didn't use it. I would have had, had to. That's why I don't carry a gun, I guess, because yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to restrain myself. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so after he went on a Twitter rampage and I guess said savages. Something and, like that. Yeah. And oh, mentioned mentioned yeah. uh, the African-American community's proclivity to violence. And they called for his head and Sirius caved and fired him. That's so. what happened to, wasn't that Imus in the morning? Imus, Don Imus. Where yeah. he said like nappy headed. Nappy headed hose. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and so then I guess this was like two months ago or something, o- Opie and Jim, where like they were going at it on, yeah. like live, and I heard this is something I heard on YouTube because someone tweeted out like there someone was like holy shit this is like the best two hours of radio I've ever heard in my yeah. life, <laughs> so I I, I, st- I immediately listened to it and just that's when I found out that there was some kind of thing between Opie and Anthony. Like, I guess, uh, Anthony had said all, all kinds of crazy shit about it. So like, they're, I guess it's like done forever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be buddies anymore, but I, from my understanding, they weren't friends for a very long time. They would come in and do the show and that would be it. Ooh, but wow. it worked for them. So it's a, it's a, it's a shame because that was a great program. It's going to be uh, terrible though, to be part of something successful with someone you absolutely hate. 
Well, honestly, yeah. that's kind of how it is here. That's how it is here. Yeah. 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 I do mean, not like you guys. I can't stand any of you guys. So I wish you guys weren't here. But the here. thing is, we're not successful. So I don't so know why they keep going. Yeah, it's fine. Well, you, yeah. Yeah. you ever hear the stories? <laughs> you ever hear the stories of uh, of like Penn and Teller and of like Jamie and Adam from MythBusters? They oh, just yeah. they're not oh, yeah. friends outside of Jamie and Adam. They never talk. I didn't know Penn the show. and Teller. I knew the the MythBusters. Yeah, the MythBusters. They're not friends. And then Penn and Teller said they said they're not. We're not really friends. Like we, you know, we professionally we're. We are I mean, I guess you don't have to be friends, but it sucks when you hate the person. Like, there's some right, people yeah. who just don't like each other but still work with them that close. And in, like, the entertainment industry, like, that's got to suck. But if, like, you're making a lot of money working with this person that you can't stand. But that's how it is with actors, too. There's a lot of actors who are in the same movie, and they just cannot stand each other. And they still have to act and even make out and do, like, scenes like that. Like, that, that's crazy. It's funny you mention that because I just read recently... And this, this goes back because I was listening to our episode about Ghostbusters. I read recently that Harold Ramis and Bill Murray on the set of Groundhog's Day fucking just went at it. Like, they, it was like, <laughs> I guess it was like, uh, I think one of them described it as like one of the worst sets of their life because just uh, of just the Bill Murray and, and Harold Ramis not seeing eye to eye. I read a little bit about that. Apparently, Bill Murray, he wanted uh, the movie to take a more philosophical approach while Harold Ramis, like, he just wanted to be like a standard comedy. Yeah, comedy. I mean, there was like... You can see like uh, see that in the movie, like it's just like it's kind of there's two different viewpoints there, but it just kind of it worked out in the end. Like it's an almost perfect movie. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Perfect balance of. But there's comedy a lot of like uh, Zodiac, Jake Gyllenhaal, and David Fincher went at it. Like they hated each other. Yeah. David O. Russell, who like I've heard he's just like a lot of actors hate. There was another with him. movie that I heard that there was there was somebody who they hated the entire you know being there the entire time and. Yeah, I think it happens a lot, and, like, I think it sucks, like, with a director and actor, like, yeah, that sucks, but I think, like, with actors, when they have to act in the scene together, like, that's just crazy. Well, I mean, it's just, when you get, like, a lot of big egos in the same room, like, there's gonna be, you know, some tension, naturally. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think with guys like uh, ONA and Penn and Teller, too, they see each other so much, like, even your friends that you love, you oh, see yeah. what a couple times a week. Yeah. They see each other every night, and you grow as a person every day. You become a little different, and then you might not, you know, see eye to eye as much anymore like you used to. You, oh, you yeah. learn new things, and then, uh, you know, with your buddies, you don't really notice because you see each other a couple times a week. But they're right. seeing each other every night, and they're like, "Oh, this guy sucks now." I didn't well, this know is that. this is like one thing I was talking to with my girlfriend. Like we were talking about like how she was like. I'd help you write and stuff like that, like, or I'd help read your stuff and, like, that kind of stuff. Like, I'd help read your scripts and, like, fix them up if you need me to because, like, I told her, like, I was swamped with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. But then, like, working, I think, like, just re- working creatively together, like, there's always going to be, like, you're not going to see eye to eye on everything. And I remember reading this one story, and I forget what book. It might have been Save the Cat. It's, like, a screenplay book, and it's about these this couple. They're, like, or uh, this married couple, and they decided to write a script together. And, like, they just went, like nuts like this banana like they used to he said like they they finally finished the script after like a year of working together but it was like after fights and fights and fights and not only that he's like now like if you look at our like writing room door you can see like the marks of high heels <laughs> that hit Whoa. like the door and stuff he's like that's just a reminder of like how they never want to do that again <laughs> even though it turned out great afterwards they're just like yeah it's just it was it was shitty it's hard working with your friends when you go into business with your friends or family i've i have some experience with that uh, as a third party, watching relationships crumble when you work with your friends. That's what I told John last night. I was like, I, we shook hands after, all right, we're going to run this mic together. This is officially the end of our friendship. Yeah. yeah. So, 
good luck. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> but yeah, especially when money's involved, it's like, oh, that it's, makes it gets tricky. Harder. Yeah. It gets tricky. I can see that. It's a good thing I hate these guys going in. So, yeah. 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 Again, not, not fans yeah. of you two. I, yeah. No. Jesus. I can't wait to split up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as that money starts coming in, I'm, I'm out of here. Yep. I'm right. taking the money and running. No, I dream. I actually, I dream. I fantasize about murder. I, I, really? I yeah, even jerk off a little it's bit. That bad. It's yeah, that it's, bad. Yeah. It's that bad. Yeah. It's, uh, Listen, I already have the plans drawn out and everything. Yeah. yeah what's yeah. your What's your guys' plans to murder each other? Uh, we're gonna go to the strip club. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna have like private dances uh-huh. for these two. Sure. Right. And then you know while they're getting the uh, the little uh, the little crotch rub. Right. Knife in the back. Oh really? Yeah. You're gonna get the uh, plan this out with the strip club beforehand. Pay them off. Well, I'm gonna have to change it now. But uh, well, there's this one point. stripper. Yeah. I actually have a pretty similar thing. I was oh, actually you? gonna lure you guys to a strip club. I was going to get one of the strippers and Wait the ping pong which, balls. Which strip club? Was it's going to be Mons Venus. She's going to put <laughs> the ping, pong, ping pong balls in her. My in plan her was also at Mons Venus. And I'm just going to fire them at you guys. <laughs> My plan was also at Mons Venus. Really? Who's the stripper you talked to? Uh, Cinnamon. <laughs> that was also the person I talked to. Ah, she's double crossing us. <laughs> this Wait, is uh, Kyle, did you? <laughs> oh. This is awkward. I've also had did a you con- talk to Cinnamon. I've had a Mons conversation Venus? with Cinnamon. <laughs> And Shit. we we agreed. Did that you wait? Did you guys give her fifty? Because she asked for fifty up front. Well, we gave her seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> we agreed that they, she would switch the ping pong balls last minute with ones that dissolve inside really? the vagina to make it look like that it's you know the the plan had failed. At which point Robert would start demanding the money back from her. Mm-hmm. John would be confused. During all the commotion, I will then slip out and pay some money to just kill you guys. Oh, you cool. Yeah. Thus, <laughs> alibi. And you guys are fucking dead. So, <laughs> uh, well, maybe you better watch Cinnamon because she might have double crossed <laughs> yeah. you too, buddy. Uh, <laughs> we'll all be dead. Know. We're all gonna go in there. She's gonna walk out and just blow up the whole place <laughs> <laughs> with the big old timey TNT. Is what Robert fucking welcome the like, shark chopper. She, <laughs> like she, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got him. Yeah. Welcome the shark chopper. My name is Cinnamon. <laughs> I'll be taking calls all night. <laughs> Listen to this. Wow, I, yeah. I that's they still use those, right? Oh like yeah, the old TNT. It even says TNT on Especially it. Especially really? for murder, right? Yeah. And they just they just push that lever and it just explodes. Yeah, so. you go to evidence rooms and police stations now, it's littered just, with those. I feel like there would just be an things. app for that these days. An app? But there'd be like a little a little lever on the app. app. Yeah, you yeah. slide it down, and it just yeah. blows up something. There we go. Cool. There's got there. There literally has to be that. Yeah, that would be cool. Like not 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 that it like triggers any sort of explosive, but you know you have like the gun thing where it's like oh. well, it's like <laughs> it's like Nick Swartzen's joke where he like he went to uh, airport and they had like a picture of like things you couldn't take on like the airplane. Yeah. And one of them just said like bomb, but it showed like an actual <laughs> the like timey the old timey bomb, like the black bomb with the wick coming out. He's like, who's carrying that into the <laughs> into the airport and thinking they're gonna get away with it? <laughs> Like a hat box, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like the most inconspicuous bomb ever made. Yeah, it's like this big black globe, <laughs> handlebar mustache, top hat. I don't think bombs ever look like that. I was just saying, yeah. was that ever, ever a thing? Looked. No, I think that's just a cartoon thing. It must really? be. Yeah. You don't think in the 1800s when they blew up trains? <laughs> no, they didn't <laughs> have like bombs. <laughs> they just lit it up and do it. I think it was like a basketball. They they just had like a satchel on their horse. And they're just trying to like carry a bunch of bombs. (laughs) Okay, Kyle's Googling uh, old timey bombs. Old timey bombs. Yeah, here we go. All right. I mean, those are pictures of them. There it is right there. Oh, 
So, oh, no, yeah. wait a second. That's a lighter or something. Uh, it's a USB. Okay, USB oh, flash cool. drive. I want to get one. Of those. Oh, I wonder. I don't. It just seems very impractical. I mean, well, it, it looks old timey though. It looks like something that they would have to blow up like mines back in the day when they were building railroad tracks or yeah. something. Like it's just all black powder. Yeah. Well, don't they? That's like, what they used to do. Yep. <laughs> you just, yeah, you just throw one of them, cloud. and it's just a big mushroom cloud. Yeah. yeah. Nuclear explosion. That's what they did to Hiroshima. Yeah, they just dropped one, one of those. <laughs> I hope that fuse is long enough. <laughs> yeah, they dropped it. This is a long fuse. It's like oh, lit yeah. it on the plane. Yeah, it's still on the plane. <laughs> they're dr- they're flying away with the wick still. Hurry up! Hurry up! <laughs> hurry up! We're running out of wick. <laughs> Look, I mean, there All it right, is in yeah. the Google image search. The Anola Gay. So here Anola we have footage gay. of the boys on the Anola Gay. <laughs> must be it. Oh man, yeah, that was a good uh, old timey voice. I've been working news on radio voice. Yeah, I can't do it now. <laughs> Spur of the moment type of thing. Yeah. What's up, guys? We're back to doing this right in the middle of the show, and why the fuck not? Hey, look, we don't have a uh, or we have a new sponsor actually, uh, and it's a Loot Crate, and Loot Crate is basically a monthly subscription box service, and it's got like geek and gamer and, and pop culture items. Uh, lots of t-shirts, little toys, collectibles. I've seen watches in a couple of them. I've watched, I've watched a few unboxing videos. And actually, they're going to send me one uh, that I'm going to check out. And then I think I think I might just see if I can send that out to you guys. If anybody wants it, I'm gonna see, maybe, maybe we'll do like some kind of a contest and see if anybody wants it. But anyways, uh, if you go to lootcrate.com slash shark, you can save yourself $3.00. Uh, on any new subscription, and it's it's less than twenty bucks a month, but the the actual boxes are a forty five dollar value, so it's actually it's really it's a really good deal, and it's a lot of cool stuff. So, you know, if you're into things like Aliens and Harry Potter and and Dragon Ball Z, and and I think uh, in the spring they did one, they did they're doing like a thing called Quest, um, so it's like hidden worlds within worlds, and uh, they're celebrating uh, pop culture's best goal oriented, often unexpected journeys. Uh, so they're doing a lot of that in April. I think that that'll that'll be over pretty fairly soon. Um, but head on over to lootcrate.com slash shark. Enter the promo code shark. You can get yourself $3 off for your first subscription. So that's lootcrate.com slash shark. Promo code shark. And then for the third time, lootcrate.com slash shark. Promo code shark. Yeah. Mm. So what do you guys usually talk about on your podcast? Just yeah, kind of that's, a, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> this, and then it ultimately leads in like, well, we ran out of stuff, so yeah. James Bond. And uh, yeah, the two things we talk about the most are James Bond and nighttime, nighttime television. Yep. I don't know why. But then we just talk about random stuff like in the news, and then also just like, you know. Well, let's turn it back to the uh, the HMB radio network, the Hold My Beer. When did you start radio? that? Yeah. The Hold My Beer. The Hold My Beer radio network. <laughs> the network started, I guess... Four months ago, five months ago or so, yeah. Um, James Bailey, who's a comic in the area, was like, "Hey, I kind of want to do a podcast." And like I said, usually I'm like, "Okay, well, let me know when you want to do it." Hmm. And he was one of the ones that said, "Okay, I'm going to be there on Thursday." Mm-hmm. I said, "All right, let's do this." So I started with his, and then these guys, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, well, they've done Holy one shit. show. <laughs> they've done, yeah, wow, really? <laughs> I've really escalated so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Like I've. The first guy, I mean, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he's got his own things going, but then all of a sudden the, the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. I mean, 
Taoist, Dao- like oh. the uh, religion. Oh. Oh. So well, they're bitch. They're Even uh, bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! Guys. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but they've done one show, and they started in December, and it's now April, and they've only done one show. Okay. So I got this other chick who's going to do kind of like a serial type thing. Mm. She's a journalist, and she's going to do this story about uh, two wrongly convicted dudes in the 80s i think in miami something like that or she might do a wrestling podcast too i don't know but i'm pretty free and open with it as long as you're doing something great yeah um and uh john jacobs does this thing couch talk where he kind of talks to comedians like five minutes long so i'm gonna put that on the network too just put it on the rss feed so i'm looking ideally i'd like to have one thing a day to put out so if i could get seven shows i'd be really happy with that oh yeah um but yeah, it's going good. I mean, I, I did. I just was just doing the podcast, and then the network thing kind of happened with people like, "Hey, you have equipment? Can I use it?" Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, sure. Just let me put it on, you know, the feed, and you're going to be stronger together, you That's know, true. rather I, than trying to do it on your own. So, it's cool having like a little posse. How long's the, the uh, How long have you been doing the original podcast though? Uh, started. I'm on episode one. 140 something I do so I do it once a week and I've missed very few weeks so what is that like two years yeah 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 that's that's roughly how long I've been doing War of the Bay Mm -hmm. about like around that time yeah started with a blue snowball microphone then moved up from there I started just on my phone literally talking into my phone yeah that's awesome I'd really hate to go back and listen to some of those old ones I do every once in a while it's I think it's good you ever do you ever go back and listen to any of your podcasts Uh You don't? I can't. So I, do, I, I, I hate the sound it. of my voice. Yeah, same here. I'm, yeah. I'm used to it. Really? Yeah. I gotta. I just because I, I want to. I pick up on the little things that I say, the the likes and the shits and but the fuckings and. Yeah, I mean, I say like a lot, but I still haven't fixed it. You know, I mean, it's crazy. I, I know I say it. I I've been working on like my uhs, uhs, and like you know, I'll uh, I'll get through an episode. I'm like, man, I I really didn't say any uhs. Then I'll listen to the episode. I'm just like an uh machine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 uh. What the hell? Same thing with with me. It's like and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> fucking this yeah, and that. Yeah. Fucking, it's like you know, fucking. Fucking the uh, fucking bucks. Especially on Where the Bay. Especially if I had a few drinks. Yeah, yeah. I start talking about like football or baseball or something. Mm. I'm like, what's this fucking guy here that's doing his fucking thing? Well, it's Tampa Bay sports, so you have to curse. Yeah, you're going to curse. Yeah, there's a lot to point. curse about. So. Well, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, so I know I stink, too, at this because I'm two years in, and it takes 10,000 hours to master something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're talking, what, 10 years of work before you actually get really good at it? Yep. So I know I'm bad at it, but I like doing it, so I'm going to continue to do it. I've been finding some success. It's slow process. It is. But it's really, yeah, it's a really slow process. But that's like, I, I like that, though. That's all, all, a lot of us, or pretty much all of us have, like, resigned to that fact. that it's. I've, in fact, when I started with Nick, I'm like, I sat him down. I'm like, look, this is not going to happen this year. Yeah. It's not going to happen next year. It's not going to happen the year after that. It's going to be a long fucking time. I and mean, I'm in for it. I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm still going to do it because I love doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, like, it doesn't matter where my life is at, at any certain point. I'm going to find a way to put something like this on the internet because it's just, it's, I don't know, it's just fun. It's a good outlet. It's a good hobby yeah. to have. We've been doing this for two years now, and I don't think we're slowing down. Well, I mean, really. the first year we did it, we had, what, three shows. One of them was a fictional show. Now we have ten shows. And four of them are fictional that mm-hmm. we edit and stuff. I mean, it's like we definitely like jumped up, and we're still doing like a lot of stuff. Plus, we picked up a couple of sponsors on the way. 
Did yeah, you? That's we're getting, awesome. We're getting nah, hosted. Kind of. I mean, but still, like, to get hosted for free, like, on Blog Talk is, yeah, like, a big that was deal a big when we were paying to be hosted on, yeah. on Libsyn. And sure. now we're getting paid. Like, now, not getting paid, but we're, like, being able to host for free. We don't have to worry about, like, money issues. And we can kind of just put out what we want. I just want that moment where, like, fucking Birchbox is like, hey, man, let's, <laughs> let's do some stuff. Yeah, no, I think the big thing is Patreon. Like, I think uh, Patreon, there's a yeah. lot of people. Like, once we start putting more stuff on Patreon, there's a lot of podcasters on there. Granted, they started off bigger. Like, some people from IGN, they started going on Patreon, and they're making like twenty thousand a month yeah. just on Patreon. That'd be nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. I signed that. up for an account for that, but I have no idea because I'm so illiterate with stuff. I have no idea oh, how to use man, it. Man, we it's neither, taken a we while. We hardly for do us. either. Yeah. yeah, we need to like start putting more stuff on there because like it really does. Like the more content, I mean, there's people who just like do comics and they'll post stuff like pictures of their comics on there and like you know you could download pdfs of it and like they're getting like five thousand a month and stuff it's just like hey we're we're, we're clearing a cool 12 bucks a month yeah we're, hey, we're getting it. it's, it's, it's just slowly slowly yeah. steady i think it's just putting content out like you just have to put more and more out exclusive content for patreon yeah patrons. not to toot our own horn here but i think we've been super super consistent with the work we put out yeah I lately lately well actually Hopefully, by the time everybody listens to this, that'll all be over. But, like, there was, like, a couple of weeks or a few weeks where we're just like, eh, we're not. Well, the last, like, month was yeah, kind of slow, but months, it's well, just, we just yeah, have a lot going on. I've made myself do one a week, even if I didn't want to. Right. Yeah. Just, you have oh. to do it because you fall out of that habit. And <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where you There's get There's been a lot of times where I didn't want to do a shark dropper. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. all the time, actually. Yeah, pretty much every yeah. day. There's been plenty of times. Every yeah. week, I hate doing it. Again, <laughs> I hate you guys. Hang on, guys. I hate you guys. Just, uh, Listen, I'm getting, I'm getting a text from Cinnamon. cinnamon. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let me just let me get around the cinnamon. Cinnamon. Are we all calling Cinnamon right now? <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it was cool Dude. when this was a hobby and not trying to be a job. Mm-hmm. And because oh, yeah. I, I went after school, I almost took a job selling life insurance. Ooh. And Ooh, that was just so demoralizing going to that interview don't want to do sales i'm not a salesman but i'm having to do sales with this because i'm going after yeah. my show's uh, hyper local so i'm going after these local businesses trying to get a few bucks out of them and i've had some success with that but once they hear podcast nobody really knows what a podcast right. is yet especially older people so they're like oh you're on the radio i'm like kinda kinda and then i have to explain it and then after i explain it they crinkle up their nose like they just smelled a fart yeah like what is that that's that's about it after that but you know i just go after i try to send one email a day to a business and see if i can get them on the phone you're Uh, doing it the right way i i certainly am not doing anything like that and that's the way to go though to like network out talk to people networking is like really important super super important yeah i'm actually gonna go you guys should come too to this uh it's a young entrepreneurs meeting they do it at nova 939 uh, or something, whatever yeah, it's yeah, called. I know exactly where that yeah. is. I think it's on Thursdays, uh-huh. so I'm going to go, I think, next week. Do really? you have to dress up? Uh, I'm not sure, uh, actually. You Nova's probably should. Yeah, you should Nova's probably put on slacks yeah, It's a kind of classic I think place. I got my prom tux somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wear a tux. <laughs> it's going to be all white. Dude, you wear the orange tux, and I'll wear the light blue the tux. Okay. Yeah. Dumb and dumber. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll rock it. We'll cane fight yeah. while we enter. I got the top hat, too. Okay, cool. Yeah, oh, so yeah, it's definitely. it's a it's a burden, you know, because this started out as a hobby and for fun, and now as I get farther deeper into it, trying to make it a career. Yeah, but man. if you think about that, like at least it'd be something. I mean, obviously it's more work and stuff, but like think about like other jobs you could have, and sure. you would rather do that. That's what I think about too, because yeah. there's sometimes where I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta do a podcast today," and I'll dread it. But I'm like, "No, you like doing this." And then when I sit down and actually start the show, I'm like, "Oh, this is cool. This is fun." Yeah. But it's just kind of dreading the whole thing. I'm just trying to find 
little ways to make money. So I get a little bit off the open right. mics. Yep. I just got a freelance gig with Creative Loafing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be writing for them and just trickle in 20 bucks here, 20 bucks there. And hopefully that will just snowball at some point. Yeah. The one... The one thing I always like to think about is like Rooster Teeth when they like started out, it was just four guys playing drunk video games and putting them on YouTube when YouTube was first a thing. And like that's what they did. They didn't become big for like five years before they did like the red versus blue. And then even three years after that wasn't until like now. Now they can hire people. They own two studios and stuff. So it took them like eight, nine, ten years. That to makes really sense. Get, yeah. Get to where to they are now. To master something, it's 10,000 hours. Yeah. So yeah, that's about that's 10 years. So, so that like, makes sense. But even if that's the case for us, like, I would rather do that for the rest of my life. Like, do this kind of thing. Sure. And yeah. spend that time trying to get to that point rather than doing the meaningless jobs. You know, when I said earlier, like, when I hated, you know, there were some times when I hated doing Shard Dropper. It's not yeah. the fact that I didn't want to do Shard Dropper. It's just that... You know, coming out of my day job, like I'm already tired. Yep. Yeah. Like I want to do a podcast. I would love to do podcasts full time. Right. If it was just nothing but podcasts, like I could do like ten podcasts a week. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Know? I still, I still get it. There's, there's definitely times where I'm like, fuck, I, I don't want to do this. But, yeah. like, for the most part, it's like an excitement when I realize, oh fuck, we're on a podcast tonight, and like, mm-hmm. especially like with with Shark Drop or War of the Bay and Horror Play, especially with in Horror Play when I've played the game, I'm like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta talk, talk about this game, gotta get mm-hmm. this out of me, and, yeah. or when like a big news item's happening, you know, like it, that's like right up in our wheelhouse, I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to talk about this. And, yeah, that's why I think like think about like eight years down the line, if we start making money, and we're just doing this, like the stuff that we like that was a hobby, now we're making money on it. Like I think that's like the dream job for us, anyway. So like podcasting would be your guys' thing. I still want to be on the radio. Yeah, I yeah. Wanna you want? I want to do tra- uh, what do you call it? terrestrial, terrestrial, terrestrial radio? radio. Uh, and which is going to be dead here in probably twenty five years or so. You think so? I don't know. Yeah, I think I think it is because I know Finland has stopped FM broadcasting completely. Wow. I think they still have AM. But you listen to the local Finland. Radio? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, why is there nothing coming on? (laughs) I'm wondering because, you know, I mean, usually FM and AM radio is like, you know, drive time. Like, that's people driving and stuff. But, I mean, is it going to be like podcasting that takes over? I mean, you can't watch stuff when you're driving. There's going to be. You can't watch TV. I think what's going to happen is it's going to be networks, just like radio stations, but online networks that uh, accumulate content. Which and put sense. it out on podcast. I mean, now cars are coming with 4G in yep, the car. Right. So in a couple of years, that's going to be more than standard. And why would you listen to commercials and shit you don't want to listen to when you can listen to Bill Burr right. Right, and just pop that on? Yeah. So I think that's going to be the wave of the future. It's still taking a long time, but I think podcasts now are 20% of listening media now or something like that. Oh, yeah. I think they're still like – I mean, it's not in its infancy, but it's still like kind of a small yeah. thing. But because – like you said, like you can listen to Bill Burr. It's also like that niche. Like you can look for what you like. Like exactly. we do a horror play podcast, which is like we play horror video games and then review them. Mm-hmm. And that's like actually gets that's like one of our really good. Ones, yeah, yeah, it's one of our biggest ones because it's like that little niche. Like people who like horror or like video games can just listen to the talk. Which is the strength of podcasts over radio because radio you have to cater to a mainstream audience. Right. The podcast, it's it's basically an extension of the internet. You can I search for anything you want. Yeah. Really. As long as you're humble with it. And I think that like a lot of times people like to come off as like, ah, fuck, you can hear my voice and you listen to my voice. I'm better than you. Yeah. But I, I always try to like have this air of like, I'm not really better than you. I'm just a, I'm a guy with a microphone. I like to talk in front of it. Mm-hmm. And if you want to listen, you can listen. Let's be friends. Like, let's hang out. Yeah. 
for a little bit. Yeah, it's an attitude to have, I think. Just yeah. don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. I want to be a dick. There's been a lot of occasions yes. where I'd love to be a dick, but I know I'm not... I can't do it right now. I can't wait. One day I'll be able to be a dick to certain people. You're just I'm holding so excited. Your, uh, Are you going to do it when you're on terrestrial radio? Be yes. Like, be like Bubba Love Sponge kind of thing. It's on there. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, fired. Oh, yep. Yeah. 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 Can't I, use the F word. I think you get a, a big head there a little bit with like sure, Bubba yeah. Love Sponge. Even, uh, you know, Calta, those guys yeah. too. Mike Calta's been nothing but nice to me, but he was supposed to come on my show and we had a plan. Like, I couldn't believe he was going to do it. And, uh, just never happened and then i actually was tuning in one morning i went to work a little early and it was on and he was do you guys know ryan hoppy yeah hoppy hour i listen to well i don't I, I don't i've never listened to the show but i listen to mike halta every morning so yeah. i know exactly what you're talking i know exactly. yeah so it, it, he just so happened to have him on the phone and this was right after i scheduled mike and ryan was trying to get him to come on his show and mike was like i'm already doing another podcast which was i'm assuming mine to mess with them yeah so i was like oh that's really cool and then you know they love to mess with that kid so basically they hung up on him and then said oh go talk go talk there's radio guys look down on podcasting clearly and he said oh go talk to yourself like will does and i went (laughs) oh "Oh, bummer so i just sent him an email i said hey forget it well you know i don't blame you i wouldn't do it either if i were you but yeah, I was a little. I unfollowed Mike on Twitter after that. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of guys. I mean, most radio guys look down at because they and I understand why because of what they've had to go through to just get where they're at in the radio. And then like for some for guys like me and you to just be like, hey, we're broadcasters now, and right, you know, we're, right, right. But I, it's also a different medium. I mean, like I don't know. That's like. It's an audio blog, pretty much. It I mean, is. that's it's, the yeah, way you got to really look. I'm not claiming to be a professional broadcaster. No, I just no. cover the Tampa Bay area. Yeah. So he's, I love right. Mike Calta, and I think he's one of the best radio guys in the area. I'd love to have him on my show. But it's like Spike Lee, like, I mean, I don't really care for Spike Lee that much, but he always said, like, you know, nowadays he's like, people who want to get into, like, the movie industry, like, all you have to do is just buy a camera, come up with your own story, and you can really just film it by yourself and yeah. just do an independent film. Totally. He's like, just do that. Like, just start doing it yourself. Like, don't hope something's going to happen. Don't even try to get into the movie industry. Just do something yourself. Like, yeah, it costs a little bit of money, but you can make a movie for really low budget. And, like, I like him saying that because, like, that's – you're not going with the mainstream. You're not going, like – you know how hard it is to get into Hollywood? Like, just do your own thing, and, you know, eventually if you work hard at it, you can That's where that homemade, homemade broadcast came from because it's homemade at home. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's just, it's just my stuff. So, um, Yeah. I don't know. Well, we also had, uh, what was it, Johnny B? Johnny oh, yeah. B. Johnny yeah. B. He came on our fictional podcast, the scripted podcast, the comedy one. Uh-huh. And we wrote a char- or I wrote a character, and Jonathan, our editor, met Johnny B, asked him to do a voice. And at first he was kind of like, eh, okay, I'll do it. So we gave him the script. And uh, he, you can hear him when he's recording um, for the part. He's, like, reading it, and he's, like, at first, like, he even says, like, oh, this is kind of, I'm just, like, his editor is asking, like, or whoever's like recording. Like, what, the, the engineer guy? Yeah, the engineer yeah. is, like, saying, like, hey, what is this for? And you can hear him on the mic say, like, oh, it's for some stupid podcast or something. <laughs> so then he starts reading, and he's, like, reading it, and he's just, like, yeah, I don't know, this is kind of weird. And he just reads lines, and he's reading each line going through. But then, like, finally, like, near the end, he starts going, like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, this mm-hmm. is pretty cool. So he starts coming around and i feel like that's just the mentality like you said of radio like them just being like ah oh, this is stupid like podcast is stupid but then he like came around and kind of the thing that's irritating about it. that is 
that fucker was podcasting three years ago. Really? That's true. <laughs> I mean, he was he was doing the exact same. He's a local comic in the area, and he had a podcast. Yeah. And then he managed to get on. I think he did that Tampa Bay's Got Talent. Yeah, he won it, him and Mo won that competition. Yeah. yeah. So he, he got on the radio, and now for him to be like, it's just podcasting, that's kind of shitty. Yeah. Uh, yeah but but well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I won't mean, say anything because he did it for us, so that's cool. I think, but, yeah. I, I think they 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 want they they uh they worked hard. They you, you have to bust your ass to get on radio and I think there's a lot of podcasters who think like I'm a oh, I'm a broadcaster now and this is this is who I am. Yeah. But I think most know. I mean you guys know. I, would hope I so. know yeah, yeah. what it, I know what it is. You know, I'm not claiming I like I said I know I stink at what I do, but you know, I'm going to get better. I'm going to keep going and yeah, the um, more you do it, the more you I mean, unless somebody comes to me, like, unless a radio station comes to me and be like, hey, do exactly what you're doing, and we'll just put it on the radio, then I'll be like, fuck yeah, I'll be a broadcaster. But other than that, I don't I don't think I necessarily aspire to be on radio. Like, it's, mm. it's I mean, it's certainly something that I've always thought about. But then podcasting became a thing. Yeah, but at this point, yeah. and from what I, what I hear about just, like, the, the you know, the, the moving around that you have to do and the, a lot of, the, the amount of just, uh, it's, it's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of... They just don't understand. Like Stern trashed, uh, what's his name, Ari, uh, Ari Shafir, Ari Shafir, about podcasting, and it's like Stern, you do podcasting. He does the same thing that I do. He does internet radio. Yeah. He now does. he gets paid a billion dollars more than I do, right. of course, and he has a huge audience. But you are doing podcasting pretty much. You're on demand. You can go on the Sirius app and click his stuff so he's doing it he just doesn't understand what it yeah, is yeah i forget what it was like like if you think you're a broadcaster you're not or something like that but it's it's like i don't, I don't necessarily yeah. want to be a broadcaster i don't consider right. it it's just an audio block that's the way i kind of look at it yeah. yeah it's cool to just be like your own thing yeah you know? totally and if you get paid to do it that's even better yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's people, why i like it we can... listen like if you build it they will come yeah that's why we're building that baseball field. That's why we're building the whole thing. <laughs> we're hoping. I don't know why I have that huge cornfield. Yeah, I was going to say, we got to get the corn going <laughs> gotta, first. That's let's step get rid one. of that, yeah. and then we'll start and building And then you the get rid of it, field. and then you have the wife is like, well, you get rid of the corn. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> no, I don't know. We had all dreams. the free corn we <laughs> yeah. wanted. But luckily, we talked to James Earl Jones, and he talked us into it. Yeah. <laughs> corn is still fucking expensive. For as much corn as there is around, oh, dude, Nebraska I'm paying 78 cents a can. I think that, that shit should be like free. You're eating corn out of a can? It should be yeah, free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Straight out how, of a can. How Jeez, else you do you are eat poor, corn, Nightly. <laughs> yeah. How do you eat corn? I like how <laughs> corn should just be free. <laughs> just so much corn. It should just be free. It should be free. Why am I paying for this can of corn? <laughs> Look, we yeah. got, I'll pay for the can, but I'm not <laughs> paying for the corn inside it. That's, yeah. See, that's where, I, you know, metal. the, the metal, that's... Yeah, that's, it's got to hold something. Yeah. If I return yeah. the can, I should get, like, my full money back. Yeah, yeah full refund. <laughs> Vegetables in general, they just grow out of the ground, man. Yeah. I mean, like, that's why... True. Dude, all. vegetables are expensive. They are fucking expensive. Yeah. I, can't, yeah. I can't believe it. I go. I shop at Aldi. You guys ever been there? Nah. Dude, produce, that's the place to go. Isn't that the place really? where you have to... They say they save costs by like not hiring baggers or just yeah. employees no in general? Well, they hired, they hired to check out uh, people. Yeah. But the produce, too, you have to eat like right away because it'll go bad in a few days. Nah. But... I mean, a dollar twenty-five for a thing of strawberries, ninety-nine cents for a thing of blueberries. Yeah, so they treat it like I wonder if that's what it is. Like maybe they don't treat it like, like the pesticides, or like, well, not the, the pesticides, the preservatives, but, like right, the right, waxes right. and stuff. Yeah, something. Pretty. It's definitely stuff that's on the tail end of its life that they maybe uh, get from the distributor and they just like get it, put it in the store real quick. Because I brought, I got raspberries from there the other day. 
had mold on them yeah. before I even got into the house. Oh. Damn. So that's a bummer. But yeah, you guys, if you want vegetables, that's the place. To go. I usually make vegetables day of, though. So that's a good yeah, idea. Go. It's a good suggestion. Yeah. What's up? Uh, you really go shopping that often? Yeah, yeah. I was at Publix just just before you picked me up from my place. Really? I was at Publix. Uh, and I was like hastily getting a dinner ready before you came in. <laughs> hastily, just, I'm trying to get this can open. <laughs> yeah. Get this corn going. Get the corn out. Are you eating co- a can of corn for dinner? Every, yes, I am. Uh, he's eating, day, it, he's eating it over an open flame. Hey, I've done that before, man. I've had a can of beets for dinner. I'm, I'm really? living that bachelor life. Yeah. Yeah, Seventy-eight cents for a can of beets. beets? Filling. Who likes beets? They're Doug? delicious. Was that Doug? Somebody you guys don't beets. like Doug? Oh yeah, Dwight. Doug. Dwight. Dwight. In the office. He was a beet farmer. He was a beet farmer. Yeah, but Doug, no, Doug was the Beats, and that was like their that was like the band. Uh, the, beats. the Beats, yeah, the Beats, the Beats. beats. I always thought beets were gross because my grandma ate them, and I just assumed that they were old people food, and I wouldn't like them. Yeah. And then I cracked a can open one day and had one, and I was like, "Holy shit! What is it? Is, this, is it like? The, is it sweet? Is it? Sour? It's uh." They're kind of bland tasting, honestly, but they have a consistency like a potato. Oh. Um, I haven't had a raw beet, I don't think. I always yeah, get I the canned ones. I heard about this story about this dude who fell in love with beets and was eating them every day. And uh, they're red, you know? They got to right. come in that juice. And then he took a dump and thought he was dying because yeah. it was just red. Dude, that happened to Jonathan. Our <laughs> friend did that. Really? Yeah. Remember, he ate uh, chips. They're like beet flavored chips or something, and he ate like a whole bag of them. And he said the next day, yep. when he went to the bathroom, it was just red. He thought <laughs> it was just so red. Oh, you were dying. He oh. thought he was dying. Yeah, and it turned out it was just the chips. That happened to me too, but I knew because I heard the beet story. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I know what this yeah, is. I would have been did he go to the hospital or anything? <laughs> Like I didn't because I knew what he did. Yeah. Did, yeah, he was concerned about it, and they're like, "Hey, idiot, you hate beets, <laughs> yeah. moron." I was like, "I would have been freaking out." I was like, "Did I just shit on my liver?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah why is it like any little any little thing with your body that's like not right? You're like immediately your mind's like, "Well, I'm fucking I'm dead." Dying. You I'm go dying. to <laughs> well, that's why you don't go to like WebMD or anything because everything's just like cancer. Yeah, that's probably like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I had bloody my toe. shit. Yeah, you're like you ate beets, moron. You're yeah. like, oh, I did eat beets. Damn, I All stepped right. on a Lego. You have cancer. Shit. God damn it, that Lego gave me cancer. Hey, yeah, that's always an option. It's usually the last one, but yeah. it could always. But people be always see that one. They mm-hmm. always see that one first. That's why I always never check WebMD. Aren't the, aren't the effects of most things? It's like you have both ends of the spectrum. Like it could just be a mild cough or death. Yeah, <laughs> I always. Yeah, I always. Go, I'm like, eh, it's nothing. Yeah, like I could. I could be like really in pain and just be like, eh, it's nothing. <laughs> it's true. My my stomach hurts so bad, but it's nothing. Fuck it. It'll go away tomorrow, <laughs> and then I just hope I don't die. I remember when I destroyed one of my knees playing football with everybody, and it, it hurt so bad. It had to be something, and then, like it hurt for weeks. And I was like, "Nope, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not going to the hospital. <laughs> no, cancer, <laughs> cancer, cancer of the knee." And now it clicks all the time. Anytime I like, oh up yeah, and down, it clicks. Ever since my walk, I have like shooting pains in my legs, and like every once in a while, I'll just start walking, and, and it'll just like, bam, my whole leg just like locks up, and I'm just like, ah, I'm okay, I'm okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep walking. Not getting me today. I, I'm not going to the doctor for this one. Not today, cancer. <laughs> yeah. How old are you guys, by the way? I'm 29. 30. You're 30 now. Mm-hmm. What? You're older than us. Yeah. How'd this happen? It's, he's Asian, so he looks younger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm immature. How That's, never true. This? That's true. <laughs> Asians do food fights. They age like fine wines, but then all of a sudden they look terrible. Yeah, one it's age like after fifty, it's just like boom. Uh, yeah. You're thinking about the woman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a good point that's men too, too yeah. isn't it? No, my Asian. dad and my uncles—they all look like they're in like their forties, but they're like getting close to sixty. 
Russians yeah. too. Russian women, same thing. They're like super mm. hot, and then all of a sudden they get married, and they have a potato pancake, it's and then all of a sudden they're like, yeah. boop, they blow yeah. up in their it's in an their waist, thing. and then they wear the babushka thing on their yep. heads. Yeah. Yep, yep. So they just put that on right when they get married. Like, <laughs> yep. I'm letting myself like, go. What the fuck? <laughs> Turn 45, and immediately that's how it goes. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, so I, you and I are 29. You're 30. How old are you? I'm 31. 31. 31. Okay. All around the same age. You're the old fight. man of the group. <laughs> yeah. That's cr- it's yeah. usually so, the case. So, Will, uh, have you met any other local podcasters here? Like, um, I'm friends with Fisher and Cage. They do the Fisher and Cage oh, podcast. Right, right. Cage just got on back on 98.7. He's What's on he air. doing there? Yeah, I saw He's that. doing drive time, okay, um, PM drive time. Yeah. I it's, like 98.7, but I don't like the fucking, I don't like Bubba. Yeah, I don't either. I've been yeah, not a big yeah. fan. Um, I, I tried like the, listening to him back in the day, and I just couldn't. I don't like it. I it's, like it as an alternative to like 98 Rock. Yeah, that's you know? for Rednecks. Yeah, it is. But uh, yeah, Jesse does is doing drive time. It's pretty music intensive, so I don't. I think he's probably on air maybe an hour throughout the day. Um, but he's still doing his podcast with Fish, and I know those guys. I know Ryan Hoppy a little bit. I don't think I've ever met him. Met him, but we're friends on Facebook. Mm. Um, who else? Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, I know some of the comics do podcasts. Um, Jander Gray does one. Um, self. What is it? World Domination Through Compromise. John J. Murray has a podcast. Something Planet. Um, there's a running joke that comics all have podcasts, but that's really not the case. Yeah, yeah. Very I've always heard that as well. Do that. So there's only a few few people actually do podcasts. Bailey does his. Um, but yeah, that's it. I don't even. I didn't. Honestly, I didn't know you guys existed either. So yeah, I don't. That's fine. That's a lot of people don't. <laughs> Sometimes we don't either. <laughs> Most people don't. Yeah. Yeah. It will go a month and be like, wait, shouldn't we have done a podcast or something? Yeah, you're well, I saw your things. your Shark Dropper account has like twenty thousand followers on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Purchased some of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, gotcha, gotcha. A lot of but, it. Yeah. But for the listeners. Legit, legit, yeah, legit. <laughs> with fucking, yeah. We just wanted to see what it was like. Like we just we heard like something like that. And we're just like, let's just see if it actually boosts anything. We were trying different things, and like yeah. that was actually right when we started too. Right, yeah. We we were we haven't really done anything with it. We were maybe a few months into it, and yeah. a friend of ours, or actually uh, Jonathan, who's in the in the network, he knew somebody that that does that kind that's of. That's what that's what he does. He's like, hey, I can for this much money, which actually really wasn't, wasn't that much. It wasn't much at all. Uh, I can get you X amount of followers. So we're like, uh, we'll see, because we're trying to promote. And it's like, hey, if 10% of those 20,000 like, li- listen, right. yeah, that's how. Yeah, yeah, so it's just more of like a testing thing. I still don't know, understand how they did it. That I was don't really weird. Why. But in the er, but at, every time in the early days, like when I would re- when you tweet something out through Shark Dropper, usually you'd get like a good 60%, or it's not 60%, but a good like 60 listens. Right. Or clicks which i think are people just like what's it oh shit never mind <laughs> right <laughs> like that like that's how that paid off but it, so at least it like padded the numbers so we're like we have this many downloads and like really it's like 10 yeah yeah, yeah. yep it, it was just a yeah i know how test. that goes believe me yeah one other important question how hard are you right now in this room I'm sweating. Yeah. I'm a little moist. <laughs> I'm doing better than I thought I would do. Really? It's been a while since I've been in here. It so wasn't I'm, that bad last I thought time. you asked how hard I was. And how, I was like, oh. Well, that was part two of my question. <laughs> yeah. How hot are you? How hard are you? I'm at a four. Yeah. I'm moist yeah. and rock hard. Yeah. Uh, rock hard. Oh, you're, always, you're always ready to go, man. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. Yeah. Always have a boner. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like two years of just sitting in this sauna. 
You can't get used to it. What's it. Is that not? Oh, I guess you can't use it. Yeah, I can't use sound. it. It's too loud. We need like a silent fan. Well, without even we just need a fan. <laughs> we don't have a fan. Well, eventually we'll upgrade. We just so. need to hang like a big block of ice from the ceiling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just uh, have, have some people blow yeah. like over it precariously, just like tied <laughs> to something and yeah. like yeah, all right. I say we just fine. we just hire like three people to put like ice cubes in their mouth and just blow on us. Okay, <laughs> that's kind of silent. Gross. Why? One day. They should brush their teeth. I, okay, I say we get well, three people to put If they were professionals, they would brush their teeth. Or right. we just get three people to put ice cubes in the mouth and just to blow us. Hey, yeah. Uh, Either way. Like that. Hey, I know it. a stripper named Sam. I was going to say. Hey, yeah. Damn it. Whoa. That's who I was just texting. Yeah. <laughs> That's a callback, folks. <laughs> we do those sometimes. <laughs> yeah, this is, the, this is the show where we just... Uh, Talk bullshit. We just bullshit and we get ridiculous because we always go off the, on these tangents, and then we just go on these bit, these just long form improv bits where we're just, uh, just kind of hitting things back and forth at each other. Yeah, I never have a plan usually going in. I used to try to prepare questions, but I don't want it to be an interview per se. I want it to be a conversation. So my thing is, is I want the people that are in here. They're doing something. They're a painter or they're a comic. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. We can talk about that, but I want to know why and how you got into this. So yeah, it's yeah. usually a, ca- a conversation is usually better at that because they'll say something. And you're like, oh, weird, and then you can build off that. So if you just have a straight line of questioning, it's boring. And that's, that's why, yeah. You can't be boring on these things. That's why I always like Craig Ferguson over Jay Leno yep. or any of them because, like, Jay Leno, Conan, even Conan, like, they always have, like, just that those questions. Yeah, they have the lead. Yeah, and they yeah. ask the same questions over and over again. How right. was it making this movie? It's like. I mean, it was a same. job. So it's, I know that's what I'm saying. I, I like when they just kind of just talk to somebody. That's why I like podcasting a lot. Too. I wish that was more of a thing because, like, when you it's like in the world of sports, especially whenever you look at like post game interviews. Oh my god, they're press the conferences, same every they time. Are all I like to thank God exactly the for, uh, same across the board. It but they always ask who. the same thing. Did you think you're going to pull it out at the end? How did it feel doing this? It's just like, like yeah, Jordan we tried senior. real hard there at the end, and uh, they really they made, they made it tough for us going down the stretch. But we kind of we pulled it out. And always the same. You know, shit. we scored more points in the end, and that's what you got to do to win. I the just wish one time they were like, "Yeah, we just fucking we kicked their ass, kicked their yeah. ass, buddy." We expected <laughs> to get. About it. We expected to lose that game, and we ended up kicking their ass. Like that's what I want to hear. Hockey players are the best and worst at that. Well, you know, yeah. we just uh, we went out there and uh, we played better than those guys tonight. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you know, that's what you got to do to win the game. And, um, yeah. It's All right, same. John. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. the same shit. Well, I think it's at this point in their career, they're so conditioned to just not give the press anything that mm-hmm. they just they kind of they, they throw in the monotone voice. And, yeah, you know, you know, this happened. That Like yeah. that's. But it's boring. Yeah. Although, boring although to be fair, a lot of actors and athletes and whatever. Like they're not comfortable That's with like true. kind of free yeah. form interview format. Like they they need to know like what answers to prepare for so they don't sound stupid. Because it's it's terrifying to go up on stage and like you don't know what you're gonna say and you hope like the audience like reacts favorably to you. Well, see, and then a lot of them are are just they've they've gone they've got this far on their athletic ability, not necessarily mm. on their intelligence, which is a, that's not a yeah. slight against them, but they, did, they, they just didn't study. Or, it's their strong suit. Yeah. Right. It's not their strong and suit. And actors, they're, it's their job to remember lines. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah I think actors are probably really vapid shells of people because they're yeah. so used to being somebody else most of the time that yeah. they probably forget what they're like. I think yeah. there was a, there's an interview, I think it was with Mila Kunis, where like some guy... He was like his first interview mm-hmm. for like this magazine or something. I think it was his first or like one of his first. And he was interviewing Mila Kunis, and like he 
he started off kind of normal, like asking regular questions, but then he kind of went off and like started asking like other just random questions. And then he stopped and like even like the producers or whatever who were like filming it, they're like, no, 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 stop. Like at, go back to the questions. And Mila Kunis is like, no. Keep going. I like Just this, keep, yeah. yeah, ask me. I like this. She's like, it's more comfortable and stuff. So he started doing that. And he later on, I think he got in trouble for going off. But she actually, she was all into it. She's like, I like this so much better. She's like, I don't feel like answering the same questions all the time. <laughs> I hope yeah. he's I hope he's still doing something. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought that was cool. Yeah, and she was cool with it. Well, I think the reason why she kind of went with it is because, like, she's also kind of funny herself. I mean, she's yeah. on that 70s show. I think the best kind of guests on these talk shows or interview shows is just comedians or just people who are inclined to be funny like they're just comfortable being themselves but we're also talking about like you know you see one interview with like some celebrity going on like jay leno or Mm -hmm. whatever it is the late night show and then like that that same actor or whoever is going on like multiple shows multiple radio shows multiple tv shows and they're answering the same questions over and over i had an experience like that i had jb smooth on he okay. plays uh, oh, nice. Leon on Curb. Oh, yeah. I think and he's he, going to be at Tampa soon, isn't he? He was just at the Palladium okay. two weeks ago. That's what it was, yeah. Um, and I think he was doing radio all morning. Yeah. Because I'm listening to him, and there's a slight delay on my end, on the computer end. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to just let him talk so I don't, we don't stomp all over each other. And I'm listening to him. I'm like, what the fuck? fuck is this guy talking about yeah because he's just he's on just let's get let's let's just go, let's get, yeah, over, just let's get go, through it <laughs> so he just kept saying the same things over and over again and i i couldn't interrupt because it would we just trample all over each other mm. so pretty much it was 20 minutes about him rambling about passion and uh oh, bro. Wow. i was just like whoa okay but it was so cool to talk to him he's a really nice yeah guy. i guess that's that's a good no, guy yeah i'm trying to get david cross that oh, oh yeah, shit he's that's right he's coming, he's yeah. coming yeah, yeah. the 15th so i sent an email to his Booker, because I just got this gig with Creative Lofang writing about comedy. Yeah. So I figured maybe I could get him, do a story on him, and then have him do the podcast and write or do the podcast and then write something about it after. We tried. We tried going through the proper channels for Paul Reiser. Yeah, we wanted to get Paul Reiser, but we wanted him to get uh, to voice a we character in our character, fictional yeah. stuff. It, that's going to be a tough get. It's hard. Yeah, it is. That guy's too rich. Yeah. But he's got that mad about you money. I know <laughs> it's, it's hard. <laughs> but for Paul Reiser to to voice Paul Reiser Soze, yeah, we had a character named Paul Reiser Soze, <laughs> so we were really trying to get him to play that character. <laughs> Man, that was perfect. Just didn't work out. We got know. so psyched, like somebody, somebody who I guess was, was had access to his agent, his agent or something. Yeah, so we actually got like his contact information. We emailed it. No response. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's tough, man. It happens, but I'm we didn't expect it. anything at all. Yeah, <laughs> it was just more of a like, if it happens, that'd be great. If it doesn't, we're just in the same predicament. We'll right. just get somebody else to do it. Yeah, it's really hard. Like Hoppy's got Cox behind him. That's true. That's yeah. not weird. But uh, you know, he's got <laughs> lots of cops in front of him. They're all yeah. over the place. <laughs> so he gets he gets guests that way. I have you know Radio St. Pete and Creative Loafing now, so that's going to help me. But if you're going at it alone, that's really tough to yeah. uh, pull in guests. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of this room. Will, where, where can everybody find everything? Uh, HMBRadio.com. That's where all the podcasts are, and you can find me on Twitter at home underscore made underscore man. Sweet. Uh, Thanks for having me, man. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're, of course, at Shark Dropper. You can also go to sharkdropper.com, www.sharkdropper.com. All of our podcasts are right there for you to listen to and enjoy. 
while you're there next to the home button, there's a button that's the Patreon button. If you click on that, uh, that'll take you to our Patreon page where you can donate a little bit of money. And there's extra content coming out. We're, we're trying to record more content and find time to record that content. And so we'll eventually get more stuff on there. Mm-hmm. To, to satisfy that need with you guys. So do that. And I think that's it. Yeah. Any bold predictions? Oh, that's another. That's, that's a different podcast. podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, bold prediction. I'm going with Donald Trump wins, wins the election. He wins the election? That's a bold prediction. Donald Trump no way. beats the Patriots. That's a bold, bold prediction. That's a pretty bold. three. What about you, Robert? Close game. I think Donald the Patriots Trump. are going to win. <laughs> oh, God damn. Oh, that's not really a bold Everybody, the Patriots beat everybody. Yeah, Patriots beat everyone. No, they're going to beat Donald Trump. Cinnamon hooks up with Donald Trump. <laughs> Cinnamon right. doesn't return my text. <laughs> she hasn't returned my text either. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. That was Shark Dropper for this week. I'm Kyle. I'm Robert. John. Yeah. Yes, I stand here looking out over the ocean. a great big commotion Cause when I saw what looked like a fin break through the surface again it was a shark shark T-minus five seconds till shark drought. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.